Welcome to the first edition of the FPL Insiders Pod. Lads, we've done it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I am the, uh, in the buyer, I, I am Tom. And, you know, you guys can introduce yourself as well. <laughs> I'm Thomas. I'm <laughs> um, Pierce, I've uh, got the best game week uh, ever rank out of all three of us, so that's me. Uh, yeah. One, se- years, one yeah. season wonder. One season yeah, known one. as the one season wonder. Yeah. All right. Um, well, first topic. First topic. The big news game of the day. The big news. The double game week announcement. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. Listen. No, this is my funny. All right. I'm seriously. I'm. I'm looking at Bruno and Gallup basically. I think Bruno, every, every, I don't know every about single Bruno. person. Bruno is like cursed there when Ronaldo is playing as well. No. Nah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. No, Bruno's been better in the past couple of weeks. Plus, Ronaldo's 12 or something. He's so unreliable. And you don't want, I don't want to put that in my forward line. Yeah. Also, Kane's good enough to stay right now. Kane is Kane is someone who scares me a lot. His numbers, yeah. he's like one of these guys who their, their numbers looks like he's about to explode. Yeah, he's the reason I put on, on win or draw for Spurs because I generally thought he was going to get at least like four or five shots or at least three or something. But Spurs, yeah. just, Spurs are just terrible against Chelsea. Yeah, Tom, would you bring in like a Kane or a Ronaldo for like Firmino or something? Firmino is the guy that I look at in my team and I fucking want to kill him. He's, yeah. <laughs> he's just awful. He's, you know what, you like as someone, he like when I brought him in, you have that expectation, you know, Salah's out, Mane's out, you know, as a striker, you think some more impetus would come on him, but zero shots, zero key passes against uh, Crystal Palace. And that just is a sign. Get him out. He's, he's useless. Yeah, who would you bring him in? Who would you bring him in for? Like, a, I also don't think he's that good anymore. If, if Brighton, exactly, they have he's... double game week, right? So they Liverpool yeah, then have a double game week. Uh, well, you know who's a rogue shout is Danny Welbeck. <laughs> Danny Welbeck. I was looking at that. Although to be fair, uh, Neil Neil Morpay, I guess, is just more reliable, and he is. Yeah, he's the he's the safer pick for sure. And if you look at his his like actual goal scoring, he's improved a lot on last season. Like, yeah, he's not bad. He's a terrible finisher. Though. He's actually terrible. If you look at it this season, though, he's still pretty consistent with his expected goals. At least, well, last season he was awful at finishing. Yeah, yeah. No, but just watching him play in real life as well. He just look, his shots are lazy. He like gets into every position, and then it's just like, yeah. yeah. So then, Thomas, you just you just stick with Kane then, and bring in Bruno probably. Yeah, that looks like the the safe option for you. And you still have Ronaldo, right? No, no, no. I've got, I've got, I've had Kane since three weeks ago. You haven't had Ronaldo. Yeah. No, I, I had him. I had him earlier in the season, and then I transferred him out right away. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was a quick was, in and out. I was so close to doing Ronaldo, but I just didn't, didn't think it made sense. Money was. He's he's been awful as well. Yeah. Like, he's really really cost me in rank. Yeah. Yeah. I, I honestly don't think he's worth twelve points on me. If he was like nine points on me, or ten, I actually know it's a bit. Late. If it was like 10.5, 11.5, I think a lot of people would go after it. But. Yeah. It's just that the issue is, is like in a, in a sort of average FPL season, you, could, you would look at everyone's fixtures and be able to weigh up your sort of transfers. But United now have double game weeks and you're almost forced in keeping him into, in that double game week. No, and also Spurs have double, like likely double game week right after as well. So it's like... In double apparently, game week. apparently the Spurs double game week is like City and... You know, United, something quite difficult. I, I mean, still, I, I just, 
I couldn't get – I don't think I could get rid of Kane for how well he's playing right now. Yeah. And, and for having a double in two weeks where he could easily be the main captain choice, even with those fixtures. Like. So the big the big news, though, next week, Salah's back. Are you are you going to force your way back in with him? Uh, I'm, I, think, I think Bruno's just going to be my placeholder. Yeah, for now. Because you don't know what he's going to be fitness-wise, like – Alert wise, all that stuff. Like he could also yeah, just be like yeah. playing regularly. Like that's that shouldn't be an issue. Yeah, I mean they play what they play Burnley game week twenty five. So yeah. like I mean and even still Leicester at home. Leicester have been awful defensively. You know yeah. that that's a game where if you don't have Salah, you're going to be closing your eyes on that one. That's also interesting, I guess. Like segue for Brendan Rodgers, how poor he's done this season. Yeah, I mean, he's been, as a Celtic fan, I can say it's the third season syndrome. Like he is yeah. a quality man manager and getting the best out of players that he has but when it comes to sort of transfer windows and getting in players that suits his system he's really really poor and it sort of like starts to unravel well he's yeah, now like, he, like he's now point. equal on points with his now former player what's it Steven Gerrard who both have 26 I mean yeah Leicester's yeah. only and played that, 20 games and Villa's only played 21 uh, basically being in a relegation battle when he came in so we're well, not no, exactly I mean, but what does that say about about Gerard as well? Like he's coming and yeah, turn the ship around, like, stuff like that. I actually yeah. really like. Yeah. He's also he's like recruit. You can tell his recruitment's been like pretty personal as well because he's got guys that, like he's used to play with as well. So it's like he's got guys on board who know him, and like, plus he's already got a dirty team. Gonna push for the Europa League. Yeah, like he's the same. Yeah, I I think they can be like sick to the fifth if they wanted to. Because he's also yeah. defensively so solid. Like, just don't, doesn't give up hard shots. I mean, easy shots. It doesn't give up, like, high expected goal shots either, so. Yeah, for sure. You think you think maybe a, a top-quality centre-back and they're now, you know, a very stable European side? Yeah, if I'm honest, they, they should probably replace Mings and pair a concert with someone. Yeah, but, yeah, probably. I, just, I don't know how likely that is because I think Mings is just so big at the club. Yeah, probably... he's a big, big influence in that team. Yeah, so he's exactly. Really and obviously... Yeah, that stuff's important too. So. Yeah. But also, like, but, I, Tom doesn't. I don't know if Tom entirely agree. I mean, he, I think you agree that it's a good signing, but like, Dinier's going to show his worth there. I mean, Jared's going to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no, there's no doubt. also perfectly fits. Like, Jared plays a, like somewhat a little like Ancelotti in a way where it's very, very pragmatic and it's just like basically putting people in the worst possible position to shoot and cross and all that kind of stuff. It's not about like crowding and pressing really quickly. Mm-hmm. And so Dinier is just a smart, clever left back. Like he's going to pass his way up the pitch and slowly get there. And he whips balls in from like areas that you wouldn't expect. And they always do well. And I, I can see him doing really well. Already had two shots and two chances created in the first game he played. Yeah. That's, I mean, he, he, that game against United, he was finding himself in a lot of space. Yeah. A lot of sort of shots he was getting off. Not, not necessarily great, but it's promising in terms of numbers. See, like I was, I was big on Matty Cat. <laughs> Before Dinier was going, and I was when we were thinking, then like everyone was thinking, getting Villa players in the last couple of weeks because yeah. they were meant to game weeks and stuff. I mean, Dinier is obviously, but now Dinier is ahead of him on that. Dinier is obviously a better offensive output than um, yeah. than Cash, but you would also still think Target can get games. You know, like he's by no means a bad left back, and it's yeah, is it worth the extra attacking output for the risk that he's not going to start every game? <laughs> I think it. I think it depends. I think he's gonna start. Like, I mean, he's he's a starter. Like, he, he every plays game, 90 minutes. like every single game. Yeah. There's no guarantee that he'll. 
But I, you know, I think it's going to be very limited for Target. I think you can see Target right back as much as you'll see him at left back. At right back. Yeah, over, over yeah. your man, Matty Cash. I, I honestly, I, at one point, don't, like Matty Cash is a good player, but at one point, don't realize they need the game. He's such a creative outlet, and yeah. it's for guy like I mean, they already have a lot of creativity in that midfield. To be fair, so it, it could. But yeah, uh, you know, like, actually, do you know who? Do you know who has been going really under the radar? Emmy Buendia. Like I watch, I watch yeah, he's good. Like when you watch their games. I think he's almost someone that's taken six months to bet in, and now they have other creative options as well. You, like, he is honestly like a low shout. He's he's still very cheap, but cheaper than Coutinho and more nailed, play. more fitting with that Villa system. He's been been there six months. Yeah, but what what are his stats in the season? Like, how many? His... So over the course of the season, it's not great. But let me let me get let me get like as an FPL stuff. asset, it just seems kind of, like he's a great player to watch. And I no, mean, he struggled at the start of the good. season, but. Yeah. So he's good. He just kind of has to like. There's so many players in that Villa midfield and attack that he has to make sure like he's the guy that they pick every single week because they have to rely on him. So, I mean, if he becomes that guy, I'm sure people will get him in. Like people are getting Coutinho for pipe. So like, and I think he's yeah. just as good of an option as Coutinho. So over the last five games, uh, Buendia's taking off 2.7 shots per 90 and two key passes per 90. That's pretty. Yeah, that's really. That's pretty, really good. Like uh, expected number, expect G plus A of you know almost zero point four per ninety, and you think that would improve if Villa start actually scoring goals? Because oh. they've had run, they've yeah. had a hard run of games. Yeah. Well then, yeah. like, well switch on to See, something I... different. Like, what would you do if you guys have a Chelsea defender? What would you guys do now? Now that they're going to have, have a, three have three goals. blanks out of the four upcoming game weeks. Get rid, get rid, get rid. Yeah, get rid. yeah, they're, yeah, they're going. They're going. They have yeah, to. Yeah. They're also not that good right now. And yeah, well, a lot, honestly, Alonso is not that good. Wait till that's what I've been saying. I mean, he's great on FPL. Yeah. What did you say, Lipton? Oh. Reese James is back when Chelsea's fi- uh, fixtures get better. So I think it's. Yeah, of- I know. Like, it's like for me, like I've both because I've I've had Reese James on my team for the last like six weeks. I can't get rid of him because I have so many other pressing issues to deal with. Yeah, they're like there's just double game week, double game week, and like, he just I don't need to replace a defender right now. Yeah, but, but I mean also I feel like I mean he 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 got something like five points over five game weeks or yeah. something. No, no, he was he was terrible for me. Yeah. He was actually so bad. But well, I also like screwed up a couple times where I benched him on weeks so that he it was bad. Yeah, I've I've had a rough go with Reese. Yeah, yeah. Actually, you, I'm, I'm, you, I'm seriously thinking it might be possible to just get rid of Alonso this week, hold on to Reese James for the next. Oh my God, Haller almost scored. Yeah, uh, yeah, Haller, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw this. Uh, but yeah, and I, th- I think he, it might be worth getting rid of Alonso and then keeping Reese James and just having him when he comes back. But uh, it's a lot of money on my bench. That is, that is. Um. Yeah. Do you have any, any money anyone interested in Brighton assets? On who? Brighton. So I've got, I've right now got Lamptey, but I just don't trust him to play 180 minutes. He's been benched so often, but also like he's got good attacking numbers as well. So it's like if he's got that double game week, I can't get rid of him. But I wouldn't necessarily yeah. advocate for bringing him in either. He's also not that much. You can just stick him there and hope. Like first off the bench, if you really want to. Who would you Who would you bring in as a midfield asset then? If you were to, like, I know you have Moda, but like, I got rid of Moda. Realistically, I think I think someone like Trossard is a lot better than Moda. Like, Moda is very good numbers, but only if you want you desperate to bring someone in for very cheap. 
because he just is, for those like double game week points because yeah. you know they're going to get him. He's not, yeah, I, I don't think guaranteed he's four. Much. Trossard yeah. has a much higher ceiling than Moda. What about someone like McAllister? Oh, um, I actually, I've, I've, I've been watching McAllister the past couple weeks. He's I quite like good. him. His numbers, yeah. are, his numbers are still are still like not he, quite. Yeah, he's got a lot of shots and stuff, but it's a. And he's even got a lot of key passes, but it's all I think from distance and like yeah, okay. passing into areas where people are shooting from bad bad spots too. Because his XG and XA is so low, but he's got like I think it's ten shots. Ten mm. I mean, there is something to be said. Like if you are a long shot specialist, you know you will be outperforming your XG. Someone like James Madison is like a classic yeah. case, but, but you know, yeah, uh, yeah, that's definitely like James Madison in the past like three, two, three years has been like that. Yeah, but like he, honestly, this season he's changed it around a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, and he's he's always a great option to be honest. But it's just Leicester have been very poor. Yeah, he's it's weird. He because before he was never getting in behind like back line. He was just that guy that was like, on the, I guess the edge of the two back like the back four and mid four. Yeah, and he was just always in and around creating, passing, like moving the ball. And now he's like getting in behind and shooting. He's, he's very much a focal point in that Leicester yeah. team. Like he does take responsibility in terms of taking shots, making key passes. I think yeah. it's somewhat to an extent because of Vardy, because I guess Vardy's just not that. Not there, I mean, yeah. he's still obviously his the presence that he is, but like he, I don't think he's the exact same. Like the amount of pressing it in behind he can do nowadays is not the same as before. So he needs someone else doing it a bit. Yeah, of course. So him, yeah, it's difficult to sort of advocate any Leicester assets right now. You know, they're not they're not the best best of teams in terms yeah. of. You go for uh, Pat and Daka. Madden form, Madden form for Leicester right now. Yeah, Nacho's back now. That, uh, Vardy should be back for the next game week. You know, his minutes will be managed. It's not... Whoever, like, brought in Daka for the last couple of games has probably done quite well. Yeah. Uh, it's actually... Like, it was always, like, when I was looking at it, it was always looked like a good option, but it was, like, he's, like, 7.5 or something. And he's... Exactly. Uh, like, a lot of money for something. You don't have to really get it's just a, it's a risky option for that much money. Like you could just get a safer player. Like I mean, exactly. what, like, to, to, Tony's what like six six or like that. What's he? He's Tony Broja. Like these. Yeah, like yeah. cheap options like that. That'll bang you. That'll yeah definitely get you a goal. Like yeah. I I'd go I'd go cheaper. I would I don't think any of the sevens are worth it. But Watkins yeah. right now. Watkins Watkins. Yeah. Tom, you you got Watkins right? Yeah, double game we've seen. Yeah, me, me and Lipton both have them. Yeah, and I, I was I was on the early Watkins bandwagon. I had him when he was selected by two percent of people, and I've got I made some good bandwagon. <laughs> I think I got him in there when Gerard came or a couple couple weeks after. No, yeah. I got. I actually I actually done very well with Watkins. He's been one of my better buys this season. Yeah, he's good. He's good. I just remember that week he got a goal in the fifth. Yeah, that was great. That was great. Was that against Norwich? I think it was. Sure. I've been sitting on FF Fix so much lately. Yeah. Do you guys like? Do you guys subscribe to anything or no? Nah, I don't. No, no, no. How much is that now? I don't know, I don't know like five a month maybe or something. I don't know. Maybe less than that. Thompson's got but that it's good. advantage paying it's for like it. Easy, like, I don't want to have to go from website to website to find right, like the stats that I use. That's like. Mm-hmm. I can just go to one place and do that. I mean, exactly. It's like, you know, you can use Reddit is great, but obviously just don't read the comments because the people <laughs> there, you're, you're getting your information from from bad FPL players. Just read the graphs and make of it what you will. Yeah, exactly. Twitter, use your brain. Half, half of Twitter is just like, it's just memes and half that kind of stuff. Anyway. Yeah, of course. You can always appreciate it. 
Yeah. No, but I mean, sometimes like a lot of it's like not even FPL related. Yeah. Um, but yeah, also what you can do on FFX, you can like basically cut it down to certain game weeks, which mm. is so nice. So I can look at like just 20, like give me 20 on. And that's why I like guys like McAllister have like popped up because he's been good lately. But also they've had a couple games and stuff. So they play, I think they played. Well, another, another sort of point is, you know, Man City. Obviously, a lot of people are going on the triple Man City hype right now. Yeah. And that makes that makes perfect sense too. Totally understandable. Is the question to do two midfielders slash attackers or two defenders? What do you think? I think, I think the only reason you go to three is if you want De Bruyne. Yeah. Yeah. I think no, De Bruyne no. is, is somewhat of a, of a must transfer at, at this oh, point. Actually, no. I, I no you can have, a lot of people have Foden. Yeah. Everyone has Cancelo. And then plus one more. Whether that yeah, that, well, that's, or, that's where it would be De Bruyne. Bruyne uh, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it would definitely be De Bruyne. But like, I think Cancelo De Bruyne is a very solid option right now. But <clears throat> I also think Foden is just good for his price. He's been bad. He hasn't... He's been know, really bad. He's been really he hasn't bad. Returned yeah. he's, been, like, he's, he's an 8 mil midfield option. He's an yeah, 8 mil midfield they, option that hasn't scored or assisted in... It's not that yeah. not that long. He got twelve points like three or four games ago. But he's like one of those people that when he, he also just doesn't play sometimes. So like, he can easily go off and like someone on my bench can come on, which isn't ideal. But like I, we have good players on our bench nowadays, so like it's not it's not a huge problem. And when he does play, I mean, wait, I'll take a look at. It. He got like twelve points. So, like I can't remember. He got eleven. He got eleven against Brentford in the one 0 win. Yeah, sure. I that, was, say, that was game week. That was game week twenty though. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, bench option still isn't that good, and it's frustrating to have a Man City midfielder who hasn't been playing as much as he has. I I agree, but at the same time, I'm like, he's definitely yeah. one of the one of the more creative and like attacking at, uh, yeah, and it's, like, it's so much I shooting, bet. so much creation from him. So like, and it's if it's City, like they can score five, and he could have two and an assist. It's so random, like you just got to hold yeah. it. It is with City midfielders. It's a very luxury move to make a sort of sideways move to a Bernardo or to uh, De Bruyne. Yeah. So you just got to kind of stick with what you have. Yeah. If I I saw it was with a kid in class the other day. I was looking at his FBO and he had De Bruyne. He brought him in like last week or so, like the week before, and he captured him both weeks. And I, was, and I was like, fair play. He I, I don't think he's like someone who is on like Twitter and random crap like that. Yeah. So doesn't all that double game week like hype is not like. I guess like he doesn't think about it more. Like if I was if I was just doing single game weeks the past few weeks, like the Bron would have already been in my team. Yeah, definitely. But I've just been so so like I guess uh, caught up in all the double gaming stuff that I'm just always trying to bring in someone's captain. And the Bron's probably out. He's probably outscored most of them. Yeah. So what sure. would you would you captain a Man United player next week? Yeah. Yeah. Brighton, yeah. Brighton and Southampton. So yeah, both at home. You'd think. That is good, pretty good fixtures. If you bring, think, if you bring in someone like Bruno, yeah, yeah. I, also, I think it's just like I mean, it's not bad, like decision making. If you don't do a double gaming player, it's like they could do bad in both. But realistically, the worst you're getting is a round four, and they'll probably get some sort of return, something else, especially if they're a midfielder or a defender, and they might get a clean sheet. And that's like one point is two points for a captain. So like, if you're getting like five, six points at minimum for your captain. Like Fernandez will probably get. Four or five at minimum. I mean, a really bad game could be like two or three. And, and how he's many likely just did. and Brighton players do you have all together? Me, I've I have one on you right now and zero Brighton. I don't plan on getting Brighton players. Yeah, I, I have neither right now. I have to break, I might have to take a hit. Probably a couple of years ahead of you guys because I've got three. So I've got Dallo, uh, Ronaldo, yeah. and 
Um, and Bruno. Uh, Trossard. Not Trossard. Freaking Lamptey. No, it's Trossard. Yeah, no, it's Trossard. People that have Trossard have kind of like fallen into a... I mean, it, it was always like predicted that this might happen. So it was like people have gone in for that reason. Yeah. But uh, he's not... I mean, he's not like he's entirely not the best for his price. But I mean, like, he, has, he, had a bench, he had a benching recently, which means he could he could play both of these doubles. Yeah. Quite but yeah, I, I think with the double game week, he's a lot better than most people this week. So it's definitely worth keeping and playing it for sure. Um, but honestly, I, I'm not that like, I think Brighton are good, but I don't think this is an FPL asset. Like they have too many options. Yeah, because they're difficult. There's no doubting their quality as a, as a footballing side. They will play to the quality of their opponents. Like if they're playing, whether it's you know West Ham, Man United, they'll give them a game. You know it doesn't matter. But yeah. in terms of FPL, the score is probably going to be one-one. You know they've had almost ten one-ones in the season, yeah. and you don't really get much points out of one-one. I, I honestly think like in the future, the best move is going to be their wing backs. But I, I, honestly, Cucurella is probably a great shout. But I, I'm just not sure if they play both games either. Yeah, Cucurella exactly. is definitely more likely, but um, yeah, if you're, gonna, if you're gonna bring someone in, I'd say I'd say a, a centre back because they're always they're all big guys capable from corners, like, especially like a Dan Byrne, six seven. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, attackers, you're gonna it's almost a lottery on who scores. Yeah, like they're likely gonna score what one or two goals and then both game yeah. week, and it's yeah. I mean, you could pick Malpe, you could pick Trossard, you you probably get an assist or a goal like. Yeah. Of, the, of the two game weeks, if I was to do anything and to getting a Brighton player, in, it would be one of those wing backs. But I only get a Brighton player in if I didn't already have two. Like if I didn't have enough Man U players already, because like they're far better, and they've been actually in decent form. They're getting like one 0 wins and stuff. So and they still have confidence at least for Ragnick and everyone. They might do well in my opinion. I think Bruno's honestly a must this week. If unless you're going with Ronaldo, yes, go with one of the two. But just the fact that Bruno's going to play. And you can yeah, yeah. you can guarantee that he's gonna be involved. So like, but it is I, it is concerning his form his form with and without Ronaldo. Like, uh, there's no doubting he's got his his efficiency when Ronaldo's not there. Yeah, but when he's there, there hasn't been many goals or assists. Yeah, like if if Ronaldo plays, he's definitely the better option. But it's just yeah, it's the what if. Yeah. Um, but honestly, he's been Bruno's just been raw lately, and when he gets into form, he gets really into form, and he keeps it going. Like he goes on streaks. Yeah, he's so, a very streaky player. I could definitely see him being like the focal point for the next two game weeks, but we'll see. Because I don't, I don't know what's up with Ronaldo. I don't know if it's like he he just can't play like full games or whatever, or like he's still, he's still nursing that injury, isn't he? He's yeah, got that. Well, it's, 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 it's a back problem or something. I'm not sure. But it doesn't feel like Ragnik really feels like he has to depend on every single game, which is fair for the system they play in because it's like such a high press and all that. But I don't know, it's Ronaldo. So yeah, well then in that in that instance, I mean, it's kind of a stupid thing to say, but like Cavani's always been fucking disgusting to play when he whenever he comes on, like he's always yeah. made some type of an impact. Cavani's I mean, I wouldn't bring him in. This is just like I guess to like, keep like conversation mm-hmm. on Man United, but he's done well for them in my opinion and. No, Cavani like, is almost it'd be like rogue. The antithesis it'd be a rogue pick, of Ronaldo. But, he is yeah. such a hard worker, but his obviously his finishing isn't isn't what it what it used to be. He's always been known for you know wasting chances, so it's almost like what what kind of striker do you want? Someone who's going to work their absolute socks off the team, or you know Ronaldo, who's will probably not, but he's always standing in the right places. Yeah, and he's just clinical all the time. Like I mean, like 
I don't know. Watching United and seeing like Cavani and Bruno link up and stuff like that is is very interesting. I wouldn't bring him in, but I just think he's he's someone that's been like a noteworthy shout that's done like really well under Ragnick, and apparently he's done a big role with like all the youngsters and stuff like that. Like, like they can apparently they can go to him more than they can go to Ronaldo, which is kind of funny. And he barely speaks English. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's he's very much the the captain of that team, isn't he? Yeah. He's just got a lot of experience, to be fair. I, you can trust him and everything. But also, like, if you're going to get any, I feel like if you're going to get a strike, you just have to get Ronaldo. Like, because you just know, like, even if Cavani's, like, playing, yeah. Ronaldo's, the, Ronaldo's the bigger poacher and he's going to be the target man. So, like, everything's going to be Yeah, Cavani's yeah. very, very much a super sub right now, which, you know, you can't complain with that level of quality off the bench. Yeah. I think the issue with this week as well is all the good options are really expensive. Like, I think I can see why people will go for Brighton players if they just simply can't get to manage players without like destroying their team for the next couple of weeks. But yeah. I think for most people, with Salah gone right now, like Bruno is a pretty easy option to go to. And then you could just switch into Salah in a week or two. Yeah, I mean, of course, of course. But, you know, when Salah's back fit, he is a dangerous boy. He, yeah. You know, his numbers, you know, you don't, you know, you can those weeks where you didn't captain Ronaldo, you know, not Ronaldo, those weeks you didn't captain Salah, you know it costed you. Yeah. So, yeah. And even when he does bad, it's like a goal. Yeah, like, yeah. Was it, what's his record right now? He has like a goal every two games or something like that. I mean, if you look at goals and assists. Like he, has some, he has some insane return right now. Yeah. I yeah. think it'll be interesting. Like, will Klopp just like take him right off the plane from Egypt and just like, and throw him into the squad? Well, I mean, I mean, they're playing today. If they get knocked out, oh, that means he still been has good, another. Been good game so far, to be fair. Yeah, he'll. he'll unle- I mean, unless you're playing all the way to the final, most players will be pretty uh, rested until. Yeah. Tonight. Yeah, honestly, Salah's also one of those. He's so fit. That guy takes care of his body so well. I wouldn't be surprised if he just hops back in the Premier and he goes back to his right, right to his left. <laughs> yeah, he just like, scores a hat trick for his game back. And Liverpool's like the. It's the best setup for any attacker in the world right now. Like they just get shot after shot after shot. When you look at the, I think if you, if you go on FFX, you just look at the, um, if you just look at the what's it called, the like total shots like throughout the entire season, it's literally Salah, Yotamane. Yeah, all three on top. Uh, I've seen I've seen some people talking on Twitter about potentially getting rid of Jota, and you just think next weekend Male, Mane Salah fit, Jota would be back to his best. I'm yeah. not even like. And he's already he's already been like honestly yeah. like especially with how the past two game weeks have gone he's been very good like five points this week was huge five points was huge it was huge but it's also like uh you know it's not it's not it's not the best and he got his goals in the EFL Cup which is obviously frustrating as well because you know you want those goals in the Prem <laughs> but it is, it yeah. is I could I can't same, I can't same thing with Rudiger anyone, yeah I can't understand why anyone would want to get Rubiota. He's literally just the cheaper Salah like he's yeah. He's just not as good. He's, his stats are so similar to Salah. It's just simply he is not as good of a finisher. And he also doesn't take penalties. So it's like... Yeah, no, no. Like, you know, Mane. If Mane was, you know, a couple mil cheaper, he would be, you know, he'd just as be uh, a good FPL option. This is... Spend that kind of money on two players. Yeah. This is one of the years where, like, you, you see a player and he's just ridiculously underpriced. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I, I, I mean, that's just, how FPL works. It's not necessarily, you know, bringing in the best players at all time. You know, like De Bruyne, you know, would would be in most people's teams if he wasn't so expensive and, you know, yeah. such a injury concern. It's mostly sort of like weighing up someone's price to their, you know, their yeah. output. 
Are you guys what are you guys sticking to a I mean I don't even know what everyone's playing. I think everyone changes formations every single week, but yeah, yeah it, it depends on the yeah. double game week. Like, I think I'm sticking to five at the back. Like I'm playing five well not playing five at the back, but I'm sticking to like five good defenders in my back in my whole back line. Like yes, my, yeah. like I'll get Dallow in probably this week, uh, or another United defender. Yeah. He seems like the clear option because his bonus points are ridiculous. Yeah, I would yeah, say he's, he's, he's four or five as well, which is good price. It's just, I think yeah. the issue right now for most people is probably going to be if they have Kane Ronaldo and then they want to bring in Bruno for a double game week or they bring in De Bruyne and then Salah that, comes back right in. For that United right. double game week a few weeks ago, there was no one nailed in the back four. So everyone yeah. went for De Gea. But now you're looking at a settled back four at United. You can go for Dallo, uh, Varane, you know, Alex Tellers. Yeah. And, they and they've actually been decent. Play. Back to has been interesting to watch, honestly. He's not like the same player he was at Madrid. Like you can see, like he's 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 a quality player, but he yeah, wasn't like he was there. Lapses and like, sort of concentration. He always like he needs he needs a Sergio Ramos type guy to yeah. be next to him, like just telling him what to do, kind of just being like a, a complete center back. And now yeah. he's I don't know, he, he seems to second guess certain tackles and his positioning at points, but I think that also might be just the system that Ragnar's like it is not, not a great back line either. Like. Yeah, it's yeah. difficult to explain. Like, you watch Chelsea, yeah. Liverpool, Man City. These guys, yeah, they, of course they concede, you know, decent chances, but it's not often. United will always get themselves under pressure. And it's just like... I think the know. best example, the best game for an example like that was probably the Newcastle game. Newcastle, exactly. I, I, that, was, that was textbook, like, what is wrong with Man U? Yeah. And, it was new, and it's Newcastle. And even even that Norwich game, you know, it was nil nil yeah. for a while, and Norwich could have could have you know made made some more trouble. But yeah, I, I think they're in real trouble. I mean, Harry Maguire has just been yeah, it's gone awful. Awful. Yeah, Maguire's yeah. a bit past it. I actually loved Maguire Leicester, but I guess like I don't know what it was age or injuries, maybe some injuries. But he's gone way too slow, and he just kind of moves his body when people run it. Yeah. No, it's it's but, it's a pretty simple one. Like he's just not a top. Tier centre back, you know. He's not eighty mil. <laughs> yeah, like it's very simple. Honestly, he's, though, he's good. He's a good centre back. There's no getting away from that. But you know, he's just not the most expensive centre back of all time. You know what I yeah. can see? Ha- you know what I can see happening? One hundred percent. But I guess not anymore because probably probably gonna get really good. Yeah. But I can hundred percent see Sean Dyke picking him up when when he's like a castaway at United and nobody wants him anymore. <laughs> you're, 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 make... suggesting, you're suggesting Burnley stay up? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I'm not suggesting. I'm saying they're not. Up, that's the issue. Yeah. But if they did, if they somehow managed, I bet like after next season or something when United fans. Nah, I mean, Maguire's Maguire's ball ball playing ability is still quite underrated. Like he does carry the ball, yeah. and that is very much you know uh, a good quality he has that he can drive with the ball forward as a centre back. But you know, yeah, it's that's, that's why I love. That's why I love at Leicester. At Leicester, he just drove forward. He would like yeah, yeah. he'd, 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 he'd carry through, through that midfield. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just, I don't know if it's just United, maybe he has injuries, whatever. Like, something's happened where, like, he just doesn't, he doesn't look like he has the confidence going forward. He takes it forward and he'll, like, miss the ball. or, or yeah. part, like, That's what I mean. Like, he kind of second guesses his ability as a yeah. footballer. Like, even, mm-hmm. even tackling decisions. Like, he got that yellow card against West Ham. And that was, like, he could have made the tackle, like, half a second, a second earlier and wouldn't have gotten a yellow. But it looked like he, like, was almost, like, hesitating whether to, not, like, slide in or not. And then it was just, Full on straight yellow, like it was. It was just a poor tackle, and I think like he's had several moments like that this season, and it's just, it's just not, 
He's not 80 million. That's what he is. He's not 80 yeah. million. He's just not. No, that's true. Um, yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyone I mean, else? It's 90. It's the 92nd minute in this Ivory Coast game. I've got... I know. I had pretty good odds for them to win, so I thought, I thought I'd thought i go for it, but it's the complete shit now. Yeah. I mean, it's going extra time. It's, it's been a decent game so far. Like It's been, it's been one of the better ones of the AFCON, but... AFCON I, has just I, been horrendous. It's been absolutely it, yeah. horrendous. I think the whole the whole issue with the guy, what was it, the Mali game, he blew the whistle five minutes pre, and then like... It's, it's been all downhill since then. Yeah. <laughs> And, the, and then also that everyone was betting the under in those games as well, where it was just like one. Yeah, million, yeah, one yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, also super, like, super easy. You know, like the COVID case outbreak uh, for Comoros, which meant an outfield player to go and goal. You know what they ended up? Yeah. Doing oh, a, yeah, that was mad. Do you see the picture of him with his arms it. behind his back? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was so yeah, funny. Like, that's just a bit of a shambles. Yeah. yeah. I, I actually, quite, I, I wish the Afcon was run a bit better because. I mean, in the game the other day, I think it was the Commerce game, they ended it with like two seconds left, three seconds left. Yeah. It was yeah. like, fuck. It was like, it's like they, they, it, they're purposely showing it. Just do it like two seconds after. It doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. Weird. Nah. <laughs> I mean, you, it's also weird that, you know, Cameroon only scored two goals against a defender in goal. You'd think you'd just like absolutely pepper the goal. Yeah. <laughs> Not like, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet on the, on African nations, I think it's, it's yeah. so weird. Like, I think we bet on like, or we put on something for the Senegal game, and it was like, it was ridiculous. It was, I it, so we got Cape Verde. It was nil. I don't know who it was, but it was nil nil. I think it was the last. Oh no, it wasn't. It was this group stage game, but it was nil nil at half time. It was they were peppering them for like fifteen minutes, and then these guys. I don't, I don't know what team it was against. Jeez, I should look it up. But these guys were going down injured. Like every five seconds, and they get stretched <laughs> off. They get stretched off, and then go back to the middle of the pit and come back on the field. And they take like four or five minutes for every single one. So they ended up giving, and I'm not even kidding. For it was like 35 minutes of play, and we watched maybe five minutes of football. And then <laughs> they gave like they gave uh, I don't even know how they gave like three minutes of added time or something. It was ridiculous. Yeah. So this I was, is I, honestly I didn't I couldn't understand it. It was like I don't know. Yeah. This is my my football hot take, which I will go to the grave by, they should change 90 minutes of football to 60 minutes and stop the clock when the ball goes out of play. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, also, I think that'd be more football, honestly. Like... Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's the purpose of it. FIFA, FIFA recently did a like an investigation and they found a standard game of football has 60 minutes of in-play game, which means, okay, let's do 30 minutes a half. If players go down injured, they can get all the treatment they want. If, yeah, and, much care. You know, if they're not injured... The clock's going to stop, so there's nothing incentivizing them to roll around. Yeah, and that goes for you know when the ball's out of play and they're taking a minute to take a throw in, all that stuff doesn't get added on to added time. Even even free kick stuff as well. Like they always set up and take like a minute, two minutes just to get everything sorted, and then like who's exactly. taking it and all that. And that's not even necessarily for teams who are always wasting time. That's just like a part of the game where you know added time is never equal to to what you think it should be. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. Also, my. I mean, as normal, when you change rules, like people, the game will change. Possibly, like I mean, it might be that when people get it, there'll be a lot more time wasting actually on the field. So, like a lot of passing. Yeah, but I don't think that's a bad thing necessarily because it means like maybe it'll turn people to press more and things like that. So, it kind of change the game. But yeah, I don't think it'll be. I don't think it'll be a negative thing. 
like people time waste anyway just during the game like it's all about you know controlling the game controlling possession that's it that in a way is time wasting and it's like yeah. at least that is you know pretty legitimate way to do it it's yeah. on the yeah agree yeah. yeah what was it the uh the mexico u.s game this summer when the mexico when uh mexico lost also sarah like that was like huge like so much time wasting in that extra time mm-hmm. like but that was also because of the chance that they wanted to you know stop yeah. the stop the whatever chance were going on there but i mean still like they added like 10 extra minutes on or something like that it was mad yeah, yeah. it is mad all right <sighs> do you think we covered everything yeah, I think so. Good first episode. Yeah, that was decent. We got some, yeah. got some good topics in. We can, uh, <laughs> yeah, we can look again next week when three games have gone gone postponed because of COVID. Yeah. And now <laughs> putting in our wild card suggestions. Yeah, yeah we, need, we, need a, we need an entertaining uh, cop interview to analyze. That's what we need. Yeah, yeah come on. <laughs> come on, too cool. Too cool. Get the stack because you've, you've caused too much dressing room tension. Yeah, if Josh King manages to uh, get a goal or assist or something or two goals next game, oh, Josh King! It will, I, I mean, I'm he's the only captain option that's out there right now because Dennis is done. And who's plays Watford Burnley? Nobody's got the players. So, uh, honestly, I might bump me like 100k if he gets something decent. <laughs> like, seriously, that, that is actually a huge game in every facet. Like, Josh yeah. King owners, Dennis owners. Yeah. People like me without any Watford players will be. That's going to be a huge game. Yeah. All right. Tell me doing an uh, outro. <laughs> um. Yeah. Well, that was the first episode. And yeah. What do you have to say? <laughs> I don't <know>. Brilliant. <laughs> All right. Should we end it there? Yeah. yeah let's do that. All Cheers. right. See you, boys.